Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's the final hour on this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Good morning. 877-3DP-SHOW. The operator is Tyler standing by, taking your phone calls. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Sign up for the newsletter. Tonight, it's all taking place. Tailgate moonshine. you got to be on the newsletter. Go to danpatrick.com. Put your email address in the box that slides out. Bottom right corner. And uh, you'll be first in line. Be ready to go. And uh, also the DP Show newsletter. Available daily at 6 Eastern. Over 100,000 of you have signed up. The backroom guys do a wonderful job recapping the show. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what? Seton O'Connor. We just put up there, Dan, who had the best weekend, Bill Belichick, Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, uh, or Jim Harbaugh. Okay. Um, That was a great, I hate to say statement game, but it was was almost a subtle reminder of Lamar Jackson. It's like, okay, yeah. And I still love him as, you know, a dark horse candidate for MVP. I think a lot of people bailed on him last year. And, you know, injuries. Um, we had the, the whole contract situation. That, that seems to have died down, and I th- still think they're a quality team. Now, Cleveland might have more talent, but I don't know what's going on with their quarterbacking situation. And Deshaun Watson, like, was he cleared to play, didn't want to play, didn't feel healthy enough to play? Wasn't that good when he played? Did they bench him? Did he just sit? Did he have a concussion? I mean, it's pretty bizarre. I mean, I don't know. If you're looking at semantics here, if you say, hey, the Browns sat Deshaun Watson, okay, that could be health-related. They benched him. That would be (laughs) performance-related. Big difference. Yeah. Do we have Deshaun Watson uh, talking about this, Marvin, after the, uh, the win against the Colts? 
I want to go out there and try to help the team as much as possible and go out there and play and, and perform and compete. But the decision was, was best for, you know, the team, and um, they felt that was the best. And, you know, P.J. did a great job of, of finishing the game, and everyone else played a good job to get the win. Okay. Nothing to see here. You owe him $190 million guaranteed over the next three years. Okay. Uh, Diamondbacks at the Phillies. That'll be game six. Rangers at the Astros, game seven. 49ers will be at the Vikings. So it's a busy day and night. Last night, the Eagles uh, roughed up the Dolphins. The Dolphins head coach, Mike McDaniel, had this to say. You have to feel what it's like to play such a good team on the road. Your margin for error is so small, and it's an important building block um, along your progression. Okay. I don't know who the Dolphins are. They're fun, but I don't know how good they are. I don't know how good Buffalo is. How many teams in, I don't know how good Dallas is. How many teams, and I'm talking about, you know, top 10 teams where you go, okay, I know exactly who they are. I know who the Niners are, I think, (laughs) going into this game in Minnesota, but, and I know the Chiefs, I know who the Chiefs are. That might be the one team where I go, I know who they are. How many teams do you go, yep, after six, seven weeks, I, I know who they're going to be the rest of the season. Pittsburgh is going to be that, it feels like, nine and eight, eight and nine team. Cleveland, I have no idea. They could win 10 games. Cincinnati, I'm not quite sure. Baltimore, I, I think I have an idea. You know, they're a, you know, a 10-win team. Chargers, I think. I think I know who they are, and I don't like who they are. <laughs> right. I you wish you didn't know. The Rams feel like they could be an eight-win team, nine-win team. Seattle, Seattle could be a nine, ten-win team, maybe. Uh, I thought I knew Detroit, and I know it's you know it's overreaction Monday, but after we have a large enough sample size where you go, okay, I think I got that team figured out. I know who they are. Yes, Marvin. It seems like there's a lot of spoilers. It's going to be a team where it's like, what do they do in an NFC Championship game? Uh, you know, they beat the Eagles or the 49ers in the divisional round, so there the Seahawks go. And the- okay, but we know who Carolina is, right? Like the bad teams, we know who the bad teams are. But then the Bears beat the Raiders. I didn't expect the Raiders to be a playoff team, and they're probably not going to be anywhere near that. Um, you know, the Vikings, I, I sort of, they're middle of the pack. The Packers, I thought were going to be better. I did. And right now you're two and four and there's a big question mark attached to Jordan Love. They're not going to give him the same time frame that you do other quarterbacks because he was in the system. Green Bay wanted to move on from Aaron Rodgers the previous year. So we assumed, I think is fair to say that Jordan Love was ready to go. Now, six games in, he's not ready to go. He hasn't been consistent. and But I'm going to give him the entire year. I think you have to give him the entire year, and then they're going to have to make a decision here on what they're going to do with him long term. Yes, Paulie. And Jordan Love, remember when he signed that wonky one-year contract extension out of nowhere last spring or summer? Jordan Love you know, took away that fifth-year option situation. I forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. He gets... 13 million guaranteed, and it runs through the 2024 season. 
but they can move on from Jordan Love if they chose to and only lose a couple bucks, you know, like a couple million dollars. It doesn't hit the cap. Like he's replaceable financially. Mm, okay. Where Rodgers was not, they had to trade. Yeah. Yeah. Any other team that you go, okay, a good team where you go, yeah, I got them figured out. I know exactly who they are. Yeah, Paulie. As much as I like the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs are the, the one seed if you're not sure, they keep so many teams in games, it scares me. And it's worked for them for the past couple of years. But like, they don't lose those games they don't. when they keep you in the game. But those games are, I, I hate when they're down <laughs> 10 entering the fourth, even though I would bet my life savings they're still going to win that game. But it's like they ride the edge. They're all about entertainment, yeah. Paulie. You know, Taylor Swift at the game, Travis Kelsey, they're all about entertainment. Yes, yes, Seton. They do seem to lose or at least one big loss. Those guys who, when you're riding the edge, can have that monster breakaway play that keeps you right in it. Yeah. They're really testing that theory last couple of years. Yeah, because I don't know if they've gotten better, but I mean, they, they just back brought back Hardman and got him back. And I thought, man, they must realize that they're in trouble offensively. And then you watch him and you're, it's like, it doesn't matter who he's throwing to. Yes, Mark. I was just agreeing with you. Absolutely not. They got a kid. He's a rookie. Reed, I think. He's the oh, next guy behind yeah. him. Rice out of SMU. Oh, Rice, yeah. yeah. Odds to win the MVP according to DraftKings. Patrick Mahomes. Then it's Tua. Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson. Brock Purdy. Okay. It's it's Mahomes until some you know he loses it. I don't know if anybody can go up there and get it. He he's going to have to have a bad game or two. But I said jump on Lamar Jackson odds in the preseason. They were like plus fifteen hundred, I think. Yes, Marvin. And unfortunately, I think Jared Goff is out for the MVP award. Oh, <laughs> they feel soon. like they feel like the North Car- He feels like North Carolina football, where it, it's like one bad loss. I'm not going to bail. I'm not bailing on that. So if he goes off the next. Ten weeks. Now, all of a sudden, it's the redemption tour for Jared Goff. <laughs> he only, his campaign only lasted about five days. <laughs> I think I started the Jared Goff MVP candidate. <laughs> hey, how about that MVP candidacy? Oh, no, we're good. You know, no need to put out any more flyers. You know, we're, we're, we're good. Nobody cares. Yes, Todd? You said you think you know who the Niners are. So there's a question also from Marv. What uh, has to happen tonight for you to still feel that way? What if they just barely win or even lose? Where are you with the Niners in just a week seven game? Do they have to win conditions? Todd's asking you, Marv. Oh, I thought he was asking the room. No, no, just you. You're a Niner fan. Oh, you're right. You know what? They won. Without Debo, they got to win. You know, they got some people banged up there. And the Vikings, look, it's any... Any given Monday. It's any <laughs> no, given Monday. No. I said Kirk Cousins even before this. During the meeting, you were like, oh, Marvin, Niners, Vikings tonight. I was like, look, I don't want to sleep on I don't want to sleep on any NFL team because they're professionals. Okay. But they should win this game okay. twenty four to seventeen. Mm. Is that because the line is six and a half and you're taking, you know, seven <laughs> points? Is that what you're doing? I'm taking advice from Dylan. Okay. No, oh, Dylan. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Dylan's parlay hit this uh, weekend. Uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll find out later, though. <laughs> uh, did you have an NFL question for the room, Paulie? Yeah, or, I did. Or, or did I ask the question that you were going you to kind of answer, but I want to put people on the spot. Okay. If you had to take a bet, and I'll, I don't know what the odds are on it and everything, the Chiefs or the field to be in the Super Bowl in the AFC. If you had to bet a week's pay where you actually had to put dough on it, not just like a, mm. I, I think people would lean towards the Chiefs. Okay, what are the better odds 
Caleb Williams winning the Heisman to start the year or the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl this year? Oh, like more of a sure thing. Yeah. Checking. Because we said Caleb Williams or the field, and we, I think we all said the field because it, it just never works out. And we love a, a, you know, a, a unique story. Yes, Todd. And besides never working out other than Archie Griffin, obviously, it, I would think it would take a lot to give someone back-to-back Heisman trophies. I mean, over and beyond whatever you did the year before to give you well, that Well, you've got to have somebody coming back for another year, too. You have to win it as a junior or a sophomore to be able to come back, and that's probably rare as well. Yes, Marv. But you know what? That's been happening a lot lately where you get underclassmen coming back because they won the Heisman, Tebow, Johnny Manziel – you know, even just now with Caleb Williams. But I think they want somebody to be super-duper iconic in order to get, you know, a second Heisman. Yes, if you're going to say, all right, we're going to give somebody back-to-back Heismans, what are you going to do that's different than what you did? And USC is not good enough. Uh, Bill Plaschke from the LA Times had a scathing column about USC and Lincoln Riley. He'll join us coming up. Yes, Paulie? And college football, the names change so fast. No, Everyone wants the new thing even more so. In the NFL, players stay for a long time, but... Like if, if anyone could have got a second Heisman, you would have thought Tebow. Like I would have, I think I would have bet on Tebow before that season because he was such a. Thing. And he's beloved. Yes, you know Caleb Williams is not beloved. Tebow was the focal point of the sport that year. Yes, I agree. Uh, Manzel a little bit because of just the cockiness, but you know what? He's Caleb Williams is no different than Manzel as far as being confident, cocky there. But you know Tebow was. You know, deified. It was like, oh my God, Tim Tebow. Do you have the odds? Yeah, uh, Caleb Williams. You would have got him at plus four hundred to win the Heisman before the season. Oh, yeah. Kansas City was plus six hundred to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Who would I have taken? Oh, I would have taken Kansas City because I wasn't going to take Caleb Williams to win the Heisman. Um, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs. You still you watch them and you go, okay, like they just do it. I. If Mahomes is healthy, then, yeah, to me, they're the team to beat in the AFC. But you need to get somebody who's able to play a different style. Slow them down. Don't let them get on the field. Have long drives. You need to have that if you're going to beat Kansas City. And the defense seems to make plays, even though nobody wants to say they're a really good defense. But, you know, as long as Chris Jones is there, it's like having Aaron Donald. Yes, Marv? I got two teams that could really give them a run for their money. I'm going to go the Steelers and the Jaguars. If they just ground and pound, keep them off the field, and the Steelers, like you guys were saying, they got a really good defense. And if they can kind of just hold them and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, they should at least pull off. Well, Jacksonville gave them a game last year in Kansas City in the playoffs. The Steelers, I don't know if they have enough offense. I mean, that defense is great. But I watch the offense and I go – that defense is great. <laughs> you know, you're just going, okay. Their leading scorer might be TJ Watt. Yes, 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 Mark. I think Paulie gave them a C- minus uh, for offense, and I was like, oh, Paulie's great on the curve. Yeah, I was a C-minus kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Takes one to know one yes. there. Yeah. Kind of the wheelhouse. Yeah. But Kenny Pickett yesterday was 17 for 25, 230, and no picks. His quarterback rating was 97. You'll take that. All day. But I got to get touchdowns. Oh, that's the defense. Yes. We're going to leave it up to the defense to score touchdowns. Not to bring it to the Bears, but remember that Bears team of 06? <laughs> it's not had, possible for you not to bring it back. I to know, the Bears. but this is a bad one. 
when remember the Bears made the Super Bowl in 06 against Rex uh, Grossman. Rex Grossman, who was average at best. Mm-hmm. They couldn't block, mm-hmm. but they scored all their points with like uh, Charles Tillman and Erlocker and all those guys, and they defensed their way to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then the Super Bowl, they got exposed. But that, that's where, that, even more so than that Ravens team, that's a team that defense got them to the Super Bowl, and the offense just was along for the ride. Yeah. And that, the Steelers, they seem better than that. I don't know. I, I, yeah. George Pickens is good, the receiver. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, well, I, I think it's this is exciting for the NFL from the standpoint of you have so many storylines, so many teams that can be involved in, in the mix here. I think we thought that the Niners and Eagles, they're going to be heads above everybody else. I'm still not sure how great the Eagles are. You know, you lost to the Jets. You know, the Niners coming off a loss. But it feels like there's some resiliency that, yes, one loss won't lead to two losses. It's just a one loss, and then we win after that. Clean up the mess. And they look really good against the, you know, that Dolphins offense. Yes, Marv? But the Eagles and the Niners, they just might be the two best by default because no one else is really ready to take that reign of being on par with those guys. Well, maybe Dallas is. Relax. Maybe. I was just trying to work them into the show. Oh, God, okay. Oh, okay. Come on. Come on. They're off this week. I forgot about our meeting earlier. Trying to get clicks here. All right. Hey, how about the Lakers opening night, you know, tomorrow night? Is Tom Brady root for LeBron this time? Go ahead. <laughs> I saw where somebody was working LeBron into the show because LeBron said something about uh, Lamar Jackson being great. And they're like, uh, <laughs> LeBron says Lamar Jackson is great. <laughs> okay. We can go 15 minutes on that. The NBA season opens up tomorrow night? Uh, no, that's not right. Yes. It's October. I know. I know. That, I think you're incorrect. No, Todd. Lakers, it, Nuggets, Suns, Laker Warriors. Girls. How about that tomorrow? Yeah. Let's get going. Victor Wambayama. Yama. Does he go Wednesday night, his debut? Like against Nick? the Mavs. Okay. Against the Mavs, against Victor Wambayama. You're not excited to see him play? Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the real deal. Yeah. I, I saw him jump ball with uh, Steph Curry the other night. <laughs> Guess who won? Uh, Steph gave it a try. Yeah, Pauline? I think we talked about this a while later with Wemanyama. He, like, contests jump shots on the outside. He blocked a jump shot where he was in the lane, and I think it was Jordan Poole or someone, and he stepped out and blocked it. It looked like someone running with a ladder over their head. <laughs> and the fool's like, what, what was he that? He is going to alter so many shots. It's like when you pressure a quarterback, but you don't sack him. That is so, I, it's so much more important than if I get a sack. I even asked that to TJ Watt. I said, you can get one sack or I can give you, I think, five hurries. And he goes, oh, I'll take a sack. Well, you get paid for the sacks, not the hurries. Victor Wambayama is going to alter more shots than anybody else in the game and should lead the league comfortably in block shots. Yes, Eden. I forget who we had on, but they were talking about how he's the only person probably in the history of the NBA who can be guarding the rim or like protecting the rim and step out to contest a three in the same motion. Yeah. Like it's in the exact same play. He can, he can guard both at the same time because yeah. he's so long. He can guard the rim and the, the three-point line. At the same at time. At the same time. Yes. All right. Bill Plaschke unloads on USC and Lincoln Riley. He'll join us coming up next here. Dan Patrick Show. You got all those photos. They're sitting in your garage or maybe in your attic. They were in my basement, and they're fading away. You got dust on them, and you're going, what are we doing with this? And then my wife goes, you have a sponsor. Why don't you reach out to Legacy Box? Ah, 
You're right, hon. The 4x6 photo legacy box. Dan Patrick Show listeners get VIP access to an incredible deal. Get your family's photos professionally scanned for as low as $0.07. Cents. And that's 76% less than what the others are charging. They've been doing this for over 10 years. They've helped over 1 million families. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Get 200 photos scanned starting at just nineteen ninety five. Oh, and don't forget, Legacy Box digitizes over 15 other types of analog media. So you got all those memories. They will be digitized. Don't let time fade away those precious photographs and other memories. Take advantage of the new photo Legacy Box. And for as low as seven cents a photo, go to LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick or 
You can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Bill Plaschke, L.A. Times sports columnist and contributor to Around the Horn. And uh, Bill's latest column uh, in supposed breakthrough USC season. Lincoln Riley has been a bust as USC has Cal coming up next. Besides the loss, what bothered you the most about this weekend, Bill? Just the way the team lost. The, the, the USC defense continues to just be horrible, and Lincoln Riley won't do anything about it. The offense is disconnected, and Lincoln Riley won't do anything about it. And then after the game, really bothers him. For the first time in USC history, the players weren't allowed to talk to the media because Lincoln Riley wanted them to avoid all the noise. This is a town of noise. This is a town built on noise. This is, this is L.A. You don't avoid the media. You don't avoid accountability. And you don't avoid the educational process that letting kids talk to the reporters, you know, gains them. The whole program is just in a, it's, it's a mess. And Lincoln Riley was paid $10 million a year to fix this last year. All these championship hopes. So, yes, I was kind of bothered by everything, Dan. Is the honeymoon over? Absolutely over. They're, they're, they were booing him in the Coliseum, which which rarely happens. People outside the program are questioning it. Donors are wondering where their money's going. Yes, the honeymoon is over. He last year was a great turnaround. This year they, they have a returning Heisman Trophy winner, ten million dollar coach, twenty great blue chip transfers, supposedly a national championship team, and they're already out of it. And then it's not, and it's, it's 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 still October. So yes. The honeymoon is over for Lincoln Riley. Do you think he uh, didn't allow Caleb Williams to talk because he was protecting Caleb Williams or Lincoln Riley's protecting Lincoln Riley? I think he's trying to protect himself and his image and the program's image. And it really just does that does so much damage. That's part of how these kids, that's part of what, what, what they get out of college is learning how to deal with the media, learn how to talk in public situations, learn how to deal with the public. And it cost him an opportunity. And Caleb hasn't talked twice this year after games. What other team, other sport, the Heisman Trophy winner, doesn't talk after after games? That that that's crazy. So yes, he's he's trying to hide the kids and he's trying to hide himself. And it's not working. Not in this town. This town's too transparent. There's too much demand for accountability, and there's too much of a call for championships. You don't come here as the hottest coach in America and promise championships and don't deliver. Okay, so what's next here? Caleb can go to the pros and be gone with all of this. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, I've I've been saying out here that I think both of them could be gone. I mean, obviously, Caleb, Caleb go, the question with Caleb is, how long does he stick around this mess? I mean, if once they get out of the – well, if they lose to Washington or Oregon, they can't win a tra- Pac-12 championship, why is he still playing for USC? Why doesn't he just take the rest of the year off? Because he's already the number one draft pick. All he can do is hurt himself. And you wonder how much Lincoln Riley wants to stick around for another rebuilding with another new quarterback. I can see them both going. I said this before. I can see them both going to the to like the Bears in a package deal. I can see both of them going pro. So I think anything is possible. Yeah, but why would I want Lincoln Riley if I'm the Bears? Well, he's the quarterback whisperer. I mean, he's. I don't think the Bears care that he doesn't let players talk to the media, that he doesn't coach defense. The Bears would care that he's got 
you know, he grew his high school quarterbacks. And he and he wins, you know, he wins a lot of college games with them. And I think that that's all the NFL cares about. I mean, I, I'm thinking, and, and he, he doesn't he doesn't run a program in a big city very well, but I don't think that matters to them. I think all they care about is getting a guy who can get if they get the number one draft pick, they get Caleb Williams, a guy who Caleb Williams will, will listen to and respond to, and that's him. Yeah. I think it, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, but it felt like, and I maybe I'm reading between the lines, Lincoln Riley kind of called out Caleb Williams in the Notre Dame loss by saying, you know, there there were guys open. And that surprised me a little bit that he was critiquing his quarterback. Yeah, he's called, he's called him out twice now. He's He kind of inferred that yeah, yeah, uh, on Saturday night at the Coliseum as well. But I think Caleb knows this guy helped him get a Heisman Trophy. I mean, I think, and I think their relationship runs deeper than you know, a few smoke signals after games. I think I think these guys are pretty much tied at the hip, and I can see him. And Caleb's going to decide where he wants to wants to be drafted. I mean, if if a team gets the number one pick and he and he didn't want to go there, he's he, he's he's going to put up a, a, a fuss. So he can help engineer Riley going to wherever he's going. I think it's I think it's a two for one deal. It's totally possible. Talking to Bill Plaschke, L.A. Times uh, sports columnist, also contributor to Around the Horn. Give me the uh, football hierarchy in uh, Los Angeles, like Rams, USC, Chargers, most important. US, most important. USC, USC football is way up here. It's 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 up with the Lakers and Dodgers. I mean, people are really into USC football. That's why this Lincoln Riley thing is so terrible. And then you come way down to the Rams, and you know, I'm trying to find the Chargers. <laughs> Yeah, here. and it's, it's no fault of their own. They're trying. They're a good organization. They they are. They're nice people. They really are. They work hard. No, just still nobody really cares, and nobody's paying attention, and that's hard. I mean, because they, they're they're supposed to be winning, they're not winning, so they they've fallen off the map. So that's and then well, there's UCLA football is probably equal with the Rams. The Rams are, aren't the biggest game in town by far. Yeah, uh, the Lakers season opens up tomorrow night. What are the realistic expectations? I think if AD and LeBron can stay healthy the entire year, they can compete for a championship. However, there's no way to stay healthy for the entire year. <laughs> now, give me the realistic one. The real, yeah. Realistic is probably fourth in the West, maybe get a couple of rounds in the, in the postseason. I just don't see – at some point, age has got to catch up to LeBron. At some point – he, he can't keep being Superman. He's 30, 39 years old, 21 seasons. I can't see him playing at the same level he's played in. AD never hadn't played a full season in his, his entire career. So he's still brittle. So I think probably they're all the all the ads they made, all the great consistency they've done, and all the great team they, they were at the end of the last year, if those guys don't stay healthy, they aren't going anywhere. I don't see them staying healthy. I like the roster. but I love the roster, but it's – I can't it's, it's tell. It's all based on AD and LeBron. Yeah, it's all based on them. Everything you, it's, it's a pretty little toys around them, but it's all based on what they can do and if they can stay on the court, and that's yet to be seen. So that that's the problem with them. But I, but again, if they're healthy, it's great. But I don't see that happen. Are you on around the horn today? No, I'm on around the horn Wednesday. Watch Wednesday. I'm one of the oldest panelists now, Jan. I started by being the young guy. I'm now, I'm now, I'm now, I'm now the old guy, Dan. Yeah, he, but he, I he, want he, you on today, okay. Bill, because of USC's loss over the weekend. Who's programming this show? I wish they could adjust it, yeah, because I'd be all over Well, maybe they'll wait till Wednesday to yell at me. <laughs> well, I predicted, Dan, I predicted in my column, I predicted a month ago that USC would go 12-0. and 0. 
So I gotta, I've got to answer that prediction. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, that's how good they're supposed to be. That's how good they're supposed. That's how disappointing they're <laughs> Oh, so I can't blame you. I have to blame them for you making that prediction. Yes, yes, it was their fault, and so I'm sure I'm, I'm taking points away right from you right now, Tony. Reality I'm sure is they taking. will do that. They will do that on Wednesday. They I'm going to say we start with 12 points. You're negative 12. To start it's, out, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be a blood <laughs> it'll be a bloodbath. I'm with it. So Randy, yeah, tune in Wednesday to see me get muted to hell. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Uh, Bill Plaschke, LA Times sports columnist. Yeah, forgot Bill had him going twelve and zero. Ouch. Because they could lose probably three more games. I even had a a, a friend who uh, works for USC said, "There's no guarantee we beat." Cal, and I go, oh boy, don't say that. Uh, a couple of phone calls in here. Rick in Fort Lauderdale. Hi, Rick. What's on your mind today? Hey, good morning, DP. Good morning, front row and back row. DP, I got two best or worse and an apology to Todd. Okay. My, my, first, my first best is my Kings finally not only ending a two-game losing streak, but ending a two-game two losing streak to Clemson in which they've been outscored by over 100 points. So nice bounce back win by my Canes. My second best is, of course, the Patriots upsetting the Bills, giving my Dolphins a bit of a little cushion in the AFC East. My worst DP had to be the officiating last night. I'm not blaming that on the loss, but in 50 years, even when Don Tula was head of the competition committee, I've never seen a team with 11 penalties and the other team with zero penalties. That officiating last night was horrendous. And my apology to Todd is because on Friday's show you said that Scoring is down this year in the NFL. Well, apparently my Dolphins didn't get the memo when they hung 70 on Todd's Broncos. And by the way, Todd, on the bright side, if Mike McDaniel wanted to, he could have hung a Kobe or a Wilt on you that day. Wow. Wow. Rick. That's a little piling on. Yeah. Something that was like three, four weeks ago. Yeah. I I think he was going to apologize to you. That's what didn't sound like an apology to me. But he piled on you. He tricked me there. And I'm sick of people doing that to you, Todd. Are you, though? Yeah. I just want to say I'm sorry. No, Your team can, could have given up 100 points to my dog. No, we can do it, but the audience, I'm sick of that. There you go. They got a lot of nerve, I'll tell you. That's why I say don't take calls. Todd has got talent, but he's fragile. It's my job to protect him. I'm more fragile than talented, so let's uh Blake carefully. in Iowa. Hi, Blake. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Dan Etz, first time, long time, 66210. <laughs> I don't really have much of a best this weekend. Um, I was at the football game in Iowa City this weekend. Um, I want to quickly just preface the worst. I mean, there's no excuse for an offense that produces two yards second half. Very (laughs) fair to say that, uh, you know, we shouldn't have even been in that game. But time and time again, our defense and special teams gets us there. But, yeah, the worst, I mean, just taking that touchdown away from Cooper DeGene. um, I don't know. It it was heartbreaking. They showed the, uh, the replay. And everyone was kind of looking for his feet out of bounds, and then you kind of see the offense coming back, and nobody's really sure what's going on. But it kind of makes you wonder if he doesn't take it to the house, you know, are they actually returning that play, you know, gets us in field goal position. So uh, just gut-wrenching, but uh, that's all I got, Dan. Appreciate it. Thank you, Blake. Yeah, you watch that play, and you watch from the field angle, and there is no way, if you're an official, and you're looking at the return man, and you think that he's signaling for a fair catch. Luciano in New York, probably going to have a question for me to help settle something in the barbershop. 
All right. Good morning, couple. In the black barbershop, couple. The black barbershop. Okay, the black barbershop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marvin, what's up, son? Peace, King. And to the good fellas, Todd, Seaton, and Paulie, what's it about? All right, Capo, I need you to go ahead and make a ruling on this. And this, just so you know, there's some pretty big money on the line. I'm not going to tell you the amount. Okay. So, hold, hold on a second. Look at this, Mama Moose. Whoa! You don't signal? <laughs> hey, sorry about that, Dan. Um, you know, these people with this West Coast disposition has been moving out here to Brooklyn, driving me nuts. <laughs> I keep telling them they need to, they need to buy a helmet, man. This is still Brooklyn. They're gonna get some debts in that dome of theirs. All right, so Dan, so which one is uh, more dramatic, and which one uh, ages better over time? The Game Seven World Series walk-off home run, or walk-off pick six in the Super Bowl of a tie game? Well, we've had. Joe Carter, Malcolm Butler's wasn't a pick six. Um, he did win it with the interception. Um, I was there for both of them. Um, I think because of football's place now that it, it's more important that you're winning the World Series or winning the Super Bowl. It's one game where baseball, you know, seventh game walk off home run. I'm I'm going to say it would be a pick six to win a Super Bowl. Yes, Paul. Joe Carter's walk-off World Series home run in game six was 37, 30 years ago today, coincidentally. Oh. 30 years ago today, 1993. Wow. I was down the left field line in Sky Dome. I'm looking for you. I'm sitting next to Dave Campbell, and uh, Peter Gammons was there. And I remember... He hit the home run. We didn't see it land. I could see the press area in left field. Yeah. Is that I, where you were? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm I'm right there by the bullpen. And uh, then that that summer, or maybe it was winter, I visited Joe Carter in Kansas City, and I visited Mitch Williams in Texas at his ranch. And I did interviews with both because Mitch gave up the home run to Joe Carter. And I, you know, I've had so many memories, but when I walk into Joe Carter's kitchen and I said, where's the ball? Where's the home run ball? He goes, right there. And kitchen drawer i go no no the home run that won the world series he goes it's in the drawer that's crazy i open up the drawer the ball rolls out and it had like a sharpie on it with all the information and he had given it to his wife and i go why is it on a mantle in a trophy case in the hall of fame he goes i i don't know i gave it to my wife yes todd at the very least it's got to be encased in some kind of glass and put it, it up on it a wasn't. shelf it, it was like oven mitts were there and, you know, like scotch tape. And you're just going, that's one of the most home, famous home run balls in baseball history. Yes, Paul. I'm watching the replay. They let off fireworks. It's indoors, right? The yeah. top was, yeah. the dome was closed. dome was closed. They let off fireworks. God, 30 years ago. Joe Carter's going around the bases and people are running out. Yeah. Man, I'm old. All right. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. We're going to try to accomplish that right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, 
and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Big Shot Bob, Robert Ori Oreo will join us on the program tomorrow. The Lakers open up their season. We got Denver. Victor Wembayama Wednesday against the Mavs. Good stuff. Ready to go. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter later on today. Find out about the uh, tailgate moonshine, the pumpkin uh, maple. And uh, also an, another one. Paulie's got the bottle right there. Gorgeous. Gorge, as they like to say. Available uh, on the newsletter there. All right, uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Final results of the poll question, Seton. Who had the best Ooh. weekend, Dan? Uh, your options are, and it's in this order, Lamar Jackson, Bill Belichick, Travis Kelsey, Jim Harbaugh, only 16% of the vote, but uh, Lamar Jackson, 34%. He had the best weekend. All right. All right, Lamar. Good. Well done. The Eagles had zero penalties last night. The Dolphins had 10. In the last 23 years, the only other game where one team had zero penalties and the other team had 10 or more penalties was 2019. The Chiefs beat the Raiders 40-9. to 
Chiefs, zero penalties. The Raiders had 12. Here's Darius Rucker. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Write the headline based off of Monday night's result. Tomorrow's headline today, Todd. Kissing cousins. Kirk pulls off a big one at night. I don't know what that means, but it's funny. I don't know what it means either. Should all kiss Kirk Cousins. He finally wins one in prime time. Kiss his rear end? Whatever you want to do. Okay. Show him some love, however you want to do that. Seton O'Connor. See, this is why it's so tough to go after Todd, because he's able to whip up these th- kissing cousins on a Okay, next stuff. time I'll have Todd go last. I think the Vikings are winning tonight. So winning. Yeah, there you go. My headline will be based off of that. Like okay. Brock Shock or something. Okay. <laughs> Marvin? Got to rhyme it. Do you have one? Brocktober. It's something new I came up with by myself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> First time you block. You're the only one to say that one. Yep. Okay. Paulie? I don't actually think the Vikings are going to win, but the headline works. Purple Haze, 49ers in fog in loss to Vikings. Mm. Purple Haze. There you go. Fog. Mm. Serviceable. Mm. Serviceable. Mm. <laughs> I'm going Viking funeral. Oh, uh, why do you got to be negative? It would be. Yeah. It'd be done done. Yeah. Viking funeral. Yeah. Kirk and company go down in flames. I don't know. Just throw it out there. Uh, Paulie had a TV show recommendation. Now, he didn't tell me what it was. I hesitate. You've probably seen it, knowing you. Okay. I saw this entire first season, and I fully would like to recommend this show, and I rarely do. It's called Shrinking. It's on Apple TV. It's been out for, what, seven, eight months maybe now? It's um, an American comedy drama television series, and it's Jason Segel is a star. Remember him from Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Mm -hmm. And um, Harrison Ford is the other star of it. He's an aging. They're both psychologists, psychiatrists. And it's about this little group that gets together in Los Angeles of these people. It's like, imagine if Veep, it has the comedic rapid fire of Veep Mm -hmm. almost, Mm -hmm. but it's much more dark and dark comedy. I tried it. I lasted my usual 15 minutes. I give you 15 minutes, and that was it. I'm with you. After the first episode, I was ready to bail. I thought it was too Mm. cool for school, but my wife uh, said, let's stick, and I'm glad I stuck. Okay. It did work out. Yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those that uh, I know after a few episodes in, we were kind of like, well, we've watched this much. We might as well keep going kind of thing. Yeah, I'll do that if I'm watching a movie. Or I'm at a movie theater where I go, all right, well, I'm watching half of it. I'll stay. But if it's a TV show or a movie, I'm watching it on my iPad. You got 15 minutes. That's it. Over under 15 minutes. And I'll be like, nah, I'm going to check out. Todd, do you have something to say? I don't. I have uh, what we learned, but I don't know if we're ready for that. No, we're yet. not ready yet. I thought shrinking was about uh, someone that was like losing a lot of weight, like that scary movie Thinner, where someone's just losing excessive weight over a short period of time. But it's obviously about head shrinks, I guess. That's what Th- it sounds like. Thinner? There was a movie once called Thinner. Thinner is like a, a, a Stephen King book that uh-huh. they made into a movie. Oh, okay. I, I was just becoming emaciated like overnight. Like, what's happening to me? Thinner. Didn't, didn't, didn't see that one. 
This day in sports history, Paulie. 1945, the Brooklyn Dodgers signed Jackie Robinson. Uh, 1993, Joe Carter hit the home run at the end of the World Series. And in 1988, Dan Marino passed for 521 yards, three touchdowns. He was 35 for 60 against the Jets. On this date in 1960, this player became the first player to kick two 50-yard field goals in a game. I've never even heard of this guy. Jim Martin from the Lions. Big Leg Martin? <laughs> Come on, Dan. Yeah. Monster Leg Martin. Yeah, you're better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard of him. I, I have no... Jim Martin. Monster Leg. Yeah. Uh, Kurt in Oregon. Hi, Kurt. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. I think uh, McCaffrey's going to score two. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> that's his headline. Huh? Okay, all right, Sister Christian. Yeah, Sister Christian. Is that Night that Ranger? Game time decision. Night Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Game time decision. Okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, best of the weekend. Uh, my family, uh, my parents went to Washington State. My sisters' in-laws went to Oregon. We went to the Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, uh, or sorry, Oregon, <laughs> Washington State game uh, down in Eugene. It's you know presumably the last time the teams will play. Um, so it was great. Uh, got all the family together, and uh, yeah, it was a wonderful time. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for the phone call, Kurt. Uh, let's see. Go around the room what we learned on the program. Todd, are you ready to go? I think I am. Okay. Sean Salisbury says, other than Nick Saban, Utah coach Kyle Winningham may be the best coach on the planet. Yeah, he's consistently great. Uh, Seton O'Connor, what did you learn today? He said things are a mess at USC. Yeah, they are. Uh, Marvin, what did you learn today? Plasky thought USC would go 12 and 0. <laughs> yeah. Paulie. I just learned that James Richard Jungle Jim Martin was an American <laughs> football guard, linebacker, and place kicker who played 14 seasons in the NFL, mostly for the Lions. Mm. And he was a college football Hall of Famer with the University of Notre Dame. Oh, How about that? Okay. He was a Marine. We learned something. An ass kicker. Uh, Todd, what did I learn today? We all learned from you. It seems like Penn State has a ceiling. They're a light heavyweight, not like the Buckeyes or Michigan Wolverines. What we learned brought to you by Panini, the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. The only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of this program. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, the all-around support. Check out our uh, new T-shirts. DanPatrick.com. And the calendar is going to be available soon. Have a great day, everybody. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.